Welcome to the Agility in Real Life podcast, Take 5 in Real Life. Now your hosts, my Studeman and Jeff Lee. All right, well, welcome back to another episode of Take 5 IRL, Take 5 in Real Life, uh, Agility IRL's uh, podcast here. I'm Mike Studeman, one of the partners in Agility IRL. And I'm Jeff Lee, the other partner at Agility IRL. Jeff, I hope you're having a great week. I know that uh, you ran into a bit of an issue earlier this week with one of the teams that you were coaching in their retrospective. Do you want to tell our audience a little bit about the situation and how you handled it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, definitely having a great week. Uh, you and I were out in Portland earlier this week for the Global Scrum Gathering, Scrum Alliances event out there. And one of my clients also sent a number of people out there uh, one of the people is usually the one who facilitates retrospectives for his team. And since he was going to be gone, he lined up someone else uh, to do it. And then as we were at the conference, I was noticing some chatter on the Microsoft Teams channel and saw that the team had decided they didn't need the retrospective this week. Uh, so it was canceled, um, which was kind of interesting. It was uh, the Global Scum Gathering was... I won't say it was a small event. There were, you know, hundreds of people there, but it was small enough where you'd run into some people. Uh, and uh, this client of mine happened to run into Diana Larson. Um, Diana Larson of Agile Retrospectives fame, Jeff? That Diana Larson? <laughs> that, that very one. Um, <laughs> so, so he shared the story with her and, and she was none too pleased with the team for having canceled the retrospective. Um, so kind of a, a funny story to run into her in that context, in that moment. Certainly not the first time that I've worked with a team that's decided to cancel a sprint retrospective. Um, what are your thoughts on that, Mike? Yeah, I mean, I, so I think a lot of teams cancel it because they're not getting anything out of it, which is ironic because if you listen to, you know, another luminary in the space, Mike Cohen, Cohen says that if he had to pick one scrum event that most closely identifies with the team's agility, he would pick the sprint retrospective. Which makes sense because that's where all the change is happening. That's where you're actually changing your process uh, in an effort to deliver more value moving forward. So to me, it comes down to uh, them just not uh, really finding value because it's the same old uh, format every time. What about you? Yeah, I think there's two things and you hit on both of them there that why teams don't want to. Number one, it's it's not finding value, which usually means you create action items that either don't get owners or they don't get followed up on. And so one of the important things to me is every sprint retrospective starts by looking at the open action items. Um, and it's okay if some of them aren't done, you decide that, oh, we, we really need to focus on that, or we don't really care about that anymore. Something's changed since we just assigned that action item. That's great, delete it, get it out of there. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. But having that, that focus and knowing that every retrospective, you're gonna be asked the, how things are going with your action item, it gets people to do it. Um, the other thing is, like you said, varying the format. Um, one of the things I like to do is, is get a little creativity out there and not just always think about what happened the last sprint, but think about, okay, let's go back to the last six months or better, let's, let's go forward. Let's do a future perspective where we look at this ideal world we've gotten to over the, you know, in the course of a year, and then looking back at how did we get ourselves here? Um, it, and then, you know, using that as a launch pad for some action items. 
How about yeah, you? I love the idea of a future perspective very similar to Luke Coleman's uh, innovation game, Remember the Future, but on a, a team-based uh, team level. So plus one to uh, that idea. The other thing that I, the, I don't want the point to get lost here that you made earlier, that retrospectives are about action. If you're conducting a retrospective and you're not figuring out what action to take, you're conducting a wine session. And while wine sessions can be emotionally satisfying, they're not an event in Scrum. So it's really about, so what? You had these things happen, so what? What are you going to do uh, to uh, deliver more value potentially uh, in the next sprint? Uh, I love the I love the future perspective uh, activity. I like doing little check-in activities too in my retrospectives. You know, if you were a superhero in the last sprint, what superhero would you have been? Hmm. You know, I was the man of steel. I felt like I uh, flew around the earth and turned back time. Um, if you can get that pop culture reference, uh, Jeff, you and I being of the same, uh, uh, about the same age, probably get that. I'm not sure our audience does, but if you don't get it, look it up. Superman movies. There's uh, a few out there. Movies. One thing I'll add to that too, is it, when talking to Diana Larson earlier this week, she mentioned that having those little engagement things at the beginning of the retrospective are really important. Get everyone talking in this first few minutes and that'll get them talking throughout the whole time, but have it be about the sprint, about the work, about the retrospective. So like you said, what superhero were you for the last sprint? Not just like, you know, what do you want to be able to fly or be the strongest person on earth, right? It's it's specific to the work to engage people in that. Yeah, I think that that's a really, really key tip. You know, uh, one of the common complaints that you and I both hear from our clients is, hey, nobody ever talks on our retrospectives. It sounds like uh, from the lips of one of the uh, the luminaries in the space, once again, Diana Larson, get them talking about the retro, and that'll hopefully lead to strong participation throughout. And we are closing in, or maybe we've surpassed our, our time box here as we are wont to do. We will probably have more conversations about retrospectives in the future, but we'll put a, a cap on this one for today. So thanks, everyone, for uh, tuning in again. Thanks, everyone. The product vision for Take 5 in Real Life is to provide members of the Agile community with an idea that they can incorporate into their daily lives to make them more effective. We thank you for listening and we'll see you next time.